I absolutely loved it. Good photo. We had a great time. Yeah. And so, yeah, all I can say is go. And the ticket thing is still complete bullshit. Oh, yeah. And now you can buy a ticket for a penny. So that feeling of going, because going and playing skee-ball, it's a funny lesson for a kid in, like, economy, budgeting, and the free market. <laughs> and they also learn the harsh reality of, like, I just spent $30 mm-hmm. and got two Tootsie Rolls and a whiz-bang yeah. piece of shit that breaks in the car on the way home. Yeah, exactly. A I mean, kazoo or some shit. A fucking kazoo that your parents are like, throw that out! <laughs> the kazoo lasts in the car 30 <laughs> seconds before angry dad, who just crushed 15 IPAs, yeah. grabs it and, and maybe grabs it a little too close. Like, he's a little he sloppy. bumps him on the lip. So he kind of grabs it just enough to where he's put hands on his child. Yeah. And, it, yes, it's you learn a lot. Yes. When you go to the Chuck E. Cheese. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 278 of your favorite comedy podcast where every week, Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh. Eddie, I feel like a baby again. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I did when we first started the podcast five years ago and I didn't know how to use a mic, I didn't know how to do a thing. Yeah. With this video situation, back being a caveman. A little bit. Yeah, it's. I actually like felt a little weird when we just jumped into like the intro of the show, mm-hmm. but we've been talking for like ten minutes, mm-hmm. you know, with some of the people watching live right now. Right, which is fun. Yeah, which is fun. However, so the audio is great, but yeah, we're still. It's a work in progress. So yeah. go to our YouTube channel, savefortheshow.com. I'll also throw an embed of this talk and podcast on there. Nice, free to enjoy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. great We're here. Hear. We spent a lot of time together. We did, yes. Over the weekend. You know, Eddie and I, as a rule of the show, save it for the show. <laughs> we don't talk. We don't text. Like, we have kind of a weird relationship <laughs> yeah, in yeah, a way. Yeah, it is kind of weird. Like, if we didn't do the podcast, I feel like you and I would text a lot more. Yeah. We would share jokes. We would just say, yo, what's up? Mm-hmm. How's it going? But we get a one hour a week bro time. <laughs> Which really, I think, fills up both of our cups. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and we're good. Also, what am I going to text you about? Hey, you'll never guess what happened to me. I wait to see you <laughs> once a week. Yeah. And then I blurt it out to you. And it's better that way. It's great. And then you leave. Yeah, exactly. Only to see you again the next week. But however, over the weekend, saw you a bunch. Mm-hmm. Birthday parties. Yes. And what have you, including your lovely daughter. Yes. Marlo. We My went youngest. to her birthday party at... Chuck E. Cheese. Fuck yes. Chuck <laughs> E. Cheese. And uh, the best dad do- joke you can make about Chuck E. Cheese is you say something like, well, where's, where's Charles Cheese? You know, Charles Cheese would be a restaurant for adults. <laughs> is, that the, is that the go-to that's the, joke? That's the Chuck go-to e. dad cheese? joke. Okay. And they're like, oh, Ch- Chuck, Chuck Charles, got it. <laughs> okay, got it. Thanks. Hilarious, dad. It's actually Chuck E. Cheese's. Oh. Yeah apostrophe s apostrophe s go on i always thought it was chuck e cheese mm-hmm. but uh maybe man because my brother's like 16 or 17 now so right 10 years ago maybe okay i found out like party there yeah he well no he didn't have a party there he was talking oh. about it i was like mm-hmm. oh, it's chuck e cheese he's like no it's chuck e cheeses he's like i go there all the time he's like it's chuck e cheeses you dumb motherfucker i just never thought of it that way yeah it's it so well my mind is blown i know you're welcome guys fine we were at chuck e cheeses (laughs) 
where a kid can be a kid. Yes. Every kiss begins with K. <laughs> and we're there. And so a couple of things. One, it was like a Friday afternoon mm-hmm. and it was pretty dead. Yeah. Which was incredible because when you go to Chuck E. Cheese's and you <laughs> go in there, it's a zoo. Yeah. And it's a cornucopia of uptight people, poor people, every color of the rainbow. Mm-hmm. It's a melting pot of fun <laughs> yeah. with alcohol. Yes. And so we get there, It's we got the whole lay of the land, mm-hmm. and of course we get a drink, mm-hmm. because Chuck E. Cheese isn't stupid, you know, but they're very strict. Yes. They are crazy strict. It's like, crazy. They will not serve you unless you give them an ID mm-hmm. or something like that. Because think about how often maybe, I don't know, a, a dad leaves or a mom leaves a beer on a table, and a kid yeah. could drink that shit. Totally. Like, that can happen anywhere at any restaurant, but in a situation like this, there's just more opportunities for it. So, like, I went to the front, and I'm like, hey, can I get four beers? Mm-hmm. She's like, I need to see four IDs. <laughs> like, no joking, nothing. And then you even told me in Vegas where you went, you get tokens. Yeah. And they make sure that you do not drink over two beers. Yeah. Because I think specifically at that Chuck E. Cheese's that right. I went to, maybe, uh, wasn't the best part of town. And oh. They probably had people who got drunk and got in fights. Right. So they're like, two drink maximum mm-hmm. for everyone. And it's always beer too. And now though, yeah. see, this is the thing. Like, you can get a Bud Light and a big fat dad needs to drink five Bud Lights <laughs> before he's going to start slapping his kids around. Yeah. But two IPAs? <laughs> like, yeah, you can get pretty... It's changed yeah. the game. Definitely. And when we got there, we said to the girl, like, what do you have on tap? And she's like, we have... Uh, Bud Light and an IPA. They're like, what IPA? It's just an IPA. Yeah. And she didn't have a clue. So I wonder, most people probably don't order that. Not a snooty tooties who went there and got it, but it was great. Oh, yeah. We had a blast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it was awesome because it was like 3 p.m. on a Friday. Yeah. So like barely anyone there. And we had unlimited games. Mm -hmm. That was fucking awesome. I've never in my life felt like that. Yeah. Like a king. Yeah, I was like, why is no, not everyone just mining for fucking tickets? Well, because they, they they knocked it way down. So explain what you mean by we had unlimited. So uh, so it was it was my daughter's birthday, and with the package, all the kids get like a card because right. all the games are on on like you swipe a card now. Right. There is of, no to- there's no yeah. mo- tokens. No tokens or anything. So everyone got a like unlimited card, and you said you swiped it, and there was like. A hundred million dollars. It said the balance was like a hundred million dollars, which is hilarious. (laughs) So, but you only get unlimited games for like two hours. Right. From the first swipe or something like that. Right. So we had, you know, all the games available to us Mm -hmm. and just went crazy. It was a blast. Yeah. It was an absolute blast. I mean, at one point I was playing a two player game and I had swiped both (laughs) sides and I had two guns and I was just like, ah, (laughs) I mean, that's a dream. Yeah. That's a dream come true totally. for a man like me. That was the best part. You know, you and I got our picture taken. Yeah. <laughs> and one of those little things. And it actually was a lovely little photo. It was, yeah. I absolutely loved it. Good photo. We had a great time. Yeah. And so, yeah, all I can say is go. And the ticket thing is still complete bullshit. Oh, yeah. And now you can buy a ticket for a penny. So that feeling of going, because going and playing skee-ball, it's a funny lesson for a kid in, like, economy, budgeting, and the free market and they also learn the harsh reality of like i just spent 30 dollars mm-hmm. and got two tootsie rolls and a whiz bang yeah. piece of shit that breaks in the car on the way home yeah exactly a I mean, kazoo or some shit a fucking kazoo that your parents are like throw that out <laughs> the kazoo lasts in the car 30 seconds <laughs> before angry dad who just crushed 15 ipas yeah. grabs it and 
and maybe he grabs it a little too close. Like he's a little he's sloppy. Bumps him on the lip. So he kind of grabs it just enough to where he's put hands on his child. Yeah. And it, yes, it's you learn a lot. Yes. When you go to the Chuck E. Cheese, do you remember as a kid? Did you ever get anything amazing? Did you ever get something so cool from the prize place that you just kept it for months? No, but like my cousins and I, anytime we'd go, we would like collect all our tickets mm-hmm. and then save it and bring it back the next time. Oh. And like we had our eye on a fucking like raft, an inflatable raft that mm-hmm. you can buy at Walmart for like five bucks. Who would do that? Yeah. You left with the tickets. Exactly. And came back. We had a plan and then eventually like we all, we kind of turned on each other and we were oh. like, you give me my fucking tickets because oh I'm going to buy the serious? fuck I want. Yeah, it was so That's funny, like dude. straight from a movie. It was hilarious. So we're like sitting there cut. divvying it up and shit. And now you're like holding it and then all of a sudden one buddy, you know, you're trying to get 5,000 tickets. Yeah. You've got 2,000. He's got 2,000. And you just can't. Can't do it. Can't do it. And you go in the dead of night, <laughs> buy something, and then you have to leave. Yeah. You would have to straight up leave. <laughs> we had a great time. So, yeah, I, I can't recommend it enough to anybody. The one thing that was also crazy is the music. It was the same. I mean, yeah. I don't want to exaggerate here, but we were there for two hours. Mm-hmm. Or probably like two and a half hours. And the soundtrack, they're not just playing, you know, serious uh, hits of today because the music is corresponding to screens. Yeah. And the entire thing runs on a clock where every hour the songs change. They start counting down to a thing Mm -hmm. like they don't have a person standing there with a stopwatch and they're like manually doing it. No, this is automatic. Yeah. Like the show must go on. (laughs) If you miss your 3.30 of Chucky coming out. You're fucked. <laughs> like you could be like an irate mom who goes crazy on the manager, mm-hmm. and he would say, "Look, I got another party coming in in ten minutes. You need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you can't wait for another hour. Leave." Yeah. And I bet that makes a lot of people hot under the collar too. Oh yeah, definitely. It's a huge company. In fact, there are two businessmen so sitting weird. there. So weird. And right when we first got there, you know, there's kids everywhere, there's families everywhere, and then there's just like. Michael Scott from The Office. Yeah. You know, business dork on his fucking iPad. He has like iPad up with like a leather case around it. Yeah. You know, you know, if you're a business dad and you have one of these weathered leather cases around your (laughs) iPad to sort of make it look cooler. Prestigious, I think is what they're going for. Maybe prestigious. If it's monograms, if it says your name on it or your company's name, unless it's theirs. Yeah. You, you need to make a pivot, <laughs> make a Jeremy pivot right now and get a cool case or no case. Yeah. That's kind of the most baller move is to have no case. Cause you know what that says? <laughs> I don't give a fuck about this. Yeah. I don't care about my thousand dollar iPhone. Ha ha ha. I don't need a case. It's like, no, you idiot. Yes, you do. Well, if you got Apple care, man, you're good. Right. You get I replacements. Guess. Not like that. But you still got, I mean, you still got to pay for these replacements. They're not right. just free. Don't be stupid. But w- what was weird, though, is they were setting, sitting separately. They were. Like in two different booths. Yes. And they both looked kind of pedophile-ish. They looked super pedo-y. Yeah. Like if you're going to work at Chuck E. Cheese and be like a bank auditor where you're sitting around watching kids and, I don't know, counting tokens, you can't have the fryer tuck <laughs> hair. Like if you're bald in the front yeah. in the top but you have this thick luscious hair around the ring of your head yeah you gotta shave it i call that the cul-de-sac 
It's a cul-de-sac. When you have the cul-de-sac, yeah. No, if you have a cul-de-sac going, <laughs> shave your head. I, I said the same thing, but uh, Kristen was, we, we were having an argument about someone. I can't remember who now, but mm-hmm. I was like, why doesn't he just shave his head? Like, that's, right. it's not doing anything for him. No. He has like kind of an island in the middle of his cul-de-sac. Oh, like the a roundabout thing. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, he would look way better at least like to buzz it down. Right. Or something, but... No, I can't remember who it was now, though. I mean, maybe you've had a misshapen head. Maybe you think you've got a weird mole. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It's and pe- way cooler. People get used to shit so fast. So fast. No one's ever going to fucking notice. You know what would be the most unbelievably baller move I can think of on earth <laughs> is if Donald Trump shaved his head. That would or be Or, like, pretty. showed what his true situation is. I mean, that might be the yeah. most offensive thing that man does is try to make us think this is his real hair. <laughs> or like we think that there's not some bizarro like what's donald trump's hair routine like oh ridiculous i mean does it's he sleep be. on it i've never seen the man with hat hair or bed head or anything he's just got that ridiculous same, helmet yeah. i don't know he's he's got to wear like a cap or something right like you know an old mean? lady's cap yeah or like uh, he wears a do-rag wouldn't that be hilarious <laughs> oh I wear a do-rag. That's that what works for me. so awesome. And so he puts his do-rag on. He gets in bed. He, like, puts cream on his face and, you know, all sorts of stuff. Because he has to. Yeah. He's a celebrity. He needs to look good. But I would just love to know when he wakes up, does someone come running in? Like, I bet he watched The Crown. And he's like, this, I like The Crown. <laughs> like, the way they take care of them no matter what. It's like, no, Mr. President, like, this is not how that works. I need a hair fucking person here the second <laughs> I wake up. And I would just, yeah, just to be a fly on that wall. Yeah. You know what's crazy is um, I, I, I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, and he tells a story mm-hmm. about uh, Bill Cosby where supposedly Bill Cosby would have, like, the staff of the, like, comedy club or whatever, the theater that he's, yeah. he's performing at, watch him eat dinner, like, come into the kitchen and what? watch him eat dinner. And, like, not say anything to him. They're not allowed to talk to oh him. Oh, my God. Or look him in the eyes. But they just got to watch me dinner. And then he would have a bodyguard tuck him in at night, like into bed. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's so crazy. But who does that is like crazy kings mm-hmm. and, you know, dictators and shit. I mean, it takes some sort of crazy sociopath. Yeah. A complete maybe psychopath personality to force people to watch. And now it completely makes sense why he probably did abuse all those women. Yeah. Because it's all based on humiliation and power. Mm-hmm. And wow. That's yeah. what we need to that's when I'll know we've made it. <laughs> when we do a live stream and say, Don't you close that fucking window. <laughs> You're gonna watch Eddie and I eat what's a gross chicken wings oh we're just gonna be grubbing on chicken wings you might get turned on the way i eat chicken wings i've seen eddie clean up to the bone man i mean you know i got talents man but we're gonna how do we force them i just look in the camera and i'm like if you want to fucking press command w right now if you you. log off (laughs) don't you dare log off we're Um, recording all of your urls and shit this is a chain we're deep right now (laughs) we're we're taking over your computer (laughs) you're getting doxxed right now right now yes don't turn around um okay (laughs) donald trump his hair is weird businessmen hair is weird (laughs) pedo weirdo and the don't have a mustache no like have you looked on tv or in a magazine in the past 20 years for a minute, it was funny and ironic to have a mustache, but not when you're 50. Yeah. you That's a real situation. That's a decision you made. And some people can pull off a mustache and look cool. Very few people Very few can. People. Like, you need to be on something. Like a, a level, sorry, like a level of style 
yeah. that you've earned the right to be a I feel a like you've got to be like a, a certain level of fit also. Like yes. You can't just be a slob. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So these guys were not on that level. No. They're regional ge- assistant to the regional general manager <laughs> of Chuck E. Cheese's. Yeah. And they're the guy in a meeting when he's like, oh, this is Steve. He works for Chuck E. Cheese. It's Chuck E. Cheese's. <laughs> Cheese's. Fuck. How many times do I have to tell you, Cheryl? <laughs> Cheese's. He's a mouse. It belongs to him. <laughs> it's his. He did, he earned You're it. Fucking assholes. He didn't get it handed down to you, Stephen, like you did. And your dad gave you this job. Chuck E. Cheese has built this from the ground up himself. <laughs> he deserves to die. The animatronic game there, though, has fallen way back. Oh, my God. So sad, man. But think about it. We're living in a world where our kids can see movies with robots. Maybe they go somewhere... I, I couldn't tell you the last dope animatronic I saw. Like, remember in Las Vegas mm-hmm. at the forum shops? Oh, yeah. In Caesar's Palace. Yeah. I mean, the year is 95. Probably, right? 96, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. And there's a young... So Eddie and I are, what, 14, 13, I don't know, yeah. 12. And you go in this huge mall on the Strip, which was like the dopest mall mm-hmm. at the time. Because they had stores like Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> Have you fucking heard of Abercrombie and Fitch? Yeah. You pedestrian bitch. I got this from the forum shops. So there was this entire weird thing in Vegas because, you know, they didn't have Abercrombie and Fitch or I don't know. What's another? Nike Town was there. There were yeah. certain stores were there that F. A. O. were dope. Schwartz. F.A.O. Schwartz. Oh my God, that place is awesome. So kids would go there. You would eat candy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do feel bad for kids these days because I wonder if they still do go to the mall. And if they do go to the mall... Is it cool or is it lame now? Like, what do teenagers do? Why would it be lame now, though? I don't know, because they can do other things or they've got their phones now. Yeah, but they're probably still running around the mall making out with each other and shit. You're right. You know what I mean? My my mom used to drop me off at the mall, like, on the weekends or or at the forum shops. Oh, yeah. And just leave me there until my dad got off work and he'd come pick (laughs) me up. Just come pick you up? Yeah, like, me (laughs) and my friends would just hang out. Right. And I remember going to the forum shops with one of my friends and that, pl- I mean, it's expensive. As hell. Yeah. It's a and touristy mall, too. Yeah, Everything's it's on the jacked strip up. At right. Caesar's Palace. It's insane. So, um, and we went to like Spago's or something for lunch. Oh, my God. Because we, there was no fast food or anything around. Right. And spent like $30 on like a personal size pizza. And I was like, dude, I ain't got any more money for the rest of the day. Dude. <laughs> yes. Like, I, I don't know what to do. I remember that. I yeah. did like what you did with your tickets. And I saved all my mall money <laughs> until I bought a jacket one day that was like, 60 bucks a billabong jacket <laughs> and it was the pieces of sh- it was such a piece of shit yeah and it was so thin and garbagey and i thought it was so cool <laughs> and I, my mom was like this year this is a trash bag yeah <laughs> you bought a 60 dollars trash bag that says billabong on it and now you're gonna wear it every fucking yeah. day and i wore that awful jacket to school I have for years. I have a friend who had a, like a similar story. He bought like a sixty dollars shirt or something like that, like Nautica or mm. Tommy Hilfiger or something. Nautica. And his mom comes to pick us up, and she's like, "Oh, what'd you buy?" And he shows her, and she gets so fucking pissed. Right. She marches him back to the store, makes him return it. Oh shit! And he's like, "It's my own money. I can spend." And she's right. like, "I will fucking spank you in front of your friend. You're not oh, spending is, seventy dollars on a shirt." That is a level of humiliation. Yeah. Like that mom should have said, "Okay, honey." Yeah, exactly. We'll talk about it when we get home. Yeah. And then when you get home, you just lay into that motherfucker. No. But in front of his friends to do that? Yeah. Oh, I mean, he might be go back to school and be called Nautica Boy <laughs> for like the rest of his life. Yeah. She was like like straight from Indonesia, so she didn't give a fuck. She was like, I, Yeah. Hardcore. Yeah. I guess I'm a pussy. 
because I don't want to, you know, humiliate my friends. Exactly. In front of his friends. Okay. Yeah. We could walk down a Nautica, <laughs> uh, Tommy Hilfiger yeah. train here. We're not going to do that. We're going to pull it back. Okay. We're at the forum shops mm -hmm. and there's robots there. <laughs> yes. They have an animatronic thing. So this is what's so dope about this mall is I've been to some malls in upstate New York mm -hmm. that were like walking in a graveyard. You know, half the stores are closed. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not really giving the attention to the mall that it used to get in terms of cleanliness. If a light burns out, the super's like, look, man. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, bro. That's a $200 light bulb. <laughs> uh, Gary took a shit in the food court and <laughs> yeah. I got to get a new mop for that. And that's like 20 bucks. So <laughs> it's like, well, there's, there's no light in this corner of the mall. People are congregating here. I think people are selling <laughs> drugs in this corner of the mall. He's like, just don't go, go there, man. Well, I don't say it. Like, there was a mall like that in downtown Sac, which they knocked down, mm -hmm. where it was scary. Like there were parts <laughs> of the mall that were almost like tiny neighborhoods that you just didn't go. Yeah. It was just terrifying. Like what the cops couldn't go there one time and <laughs> yeah. just, they just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. Or the cops were like, you know, this is a real high level zone. Like we're just like right now, I don't want to deal with this. We're like in a, in the normal easy level. Oh, we're going to have to gear up. Yeah. Like that's a mission. <laughs> yeah. like, we're going to we go. get clearance. <laughs> we need uh... clear I mean, I got to do paperwork. <laughs> And I got to put on my big gun and my hat and shit. <laughs> put on my big gun. <laughs> I don't know. I got to get the long guns out. And we're not going to do that. So, Because yeah. seriously, there are parts of the city where I feel like the can't the cops just kind of like, maybe I'm showing my ignorance for how all this works. But yeah, look, whatever. We're talking about the fucking mall. The mall was on the strip. It was attached to a casino. Mm -hmm. So it was super cool. Yeah. You know, just to try to paint this picture. Caesar's Palace is Greece, like mm -hmm. that's its theme. And so everything in this, this mall was columns, the sky. Remember the sky? Yeah. And back then, this was a cool deal. The entire ceiling was one huge screen or was like lit up. And I mean, I can't even imagine back then too, technology's changed so much. That would probably be pretty cheap now. Yeah. But then it was probably insane. Oh, yeah. Which really means too, I wonder now, they're like, dude, when these light bulbs burn out, they don't even make them anymore. <laughs> And Caesar's Palace is too cheap to retrofit the entire thing. Yeah. So don't go in that corner, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And maybe, look, people who live in Vegas right now, probably my sister is probably yelling at yeah. her phone right now because they probably redid the whole thing or knocked it down or mm -hmm. who knows. Listen, that's not the point. The mall was beautiful. Yeah. And in the center of the mall, they had a robot. It was a statue. It was like a huge statue that you would see in Greece. It mm -hmm. was huge. I mean, in my like kid it, like mind, it looked like a stone statue, right? Like yeah. the like David, or yeah. like Michelangelo's David. Like it was a huge stone statue, and then every twenty minutes, the lights would go down, steams coming out, and it's like then boom, the fucking statue comes alive, yeah. and he's yelling out, "My subjects!" And there's like a little movie plays yeah. where he's fighting a fucking dragon it's crazy there's maybe smoke and flames coming everyone's out. crowded around everyone oh there's a magic store remember that yes. magic store yeah there was a dope ass magic store and so probably the worst job on earth was having a store right next to that oh and yeah five times an hour you had to watch that goddamn <laughs> thing so anyways it's amazing that's the mall mm -hmm. donald trump animatronics yes okay so the animatronics to me, that was amazing. Mm. The one at Chuck E. Cheese now, I mean, it was seriously like some 200-year-old rat. Yeah. Just... It didn't uh, It didn't even look like it was real. Like, mm -mm. It, I mean, not real in the sense, like, obviously, Chuck E. Cheese isn't right. real. But, <laughs> like, it, like, it seemed like it was a joke. Yeah, it was so I'm bad. to say. Yeah. It was incredibly bad. The, you know, the funniest part was, 
our grandfather, or <laughs> our father-in-law jumped on stage <laughs> with the rat. Yeah. And it was right when we got there, though, because I think we all thought, like, is he drunk? <laughs> because it was just so out of character. Yeah. But he was just, it was just hilarious. Mm-hmm. And it was, because no one was there. there yeah. Like, was nobody empty. was there where our grandpa could jump on stage yeah. with the rat. The guys there were weird. They're auditing it. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. We've been talking about Chuck E. Cheese for... 30 minutes for Christ's sake. Maybe we should move on. I had an end to this joke, but I don't remember. Oh, the music. Oh, yes. Okay. Who cares? (laughs) Who cares? All right. This is the Chuck E. Cheese show. (laughs) You can't get it. Oh, and then. Well, it all, it was, they played two songs over and over. Yes. That's what led us down this whole crazy path is (laughs) they played two songs. Yeah. And they were like some Bruno Mars baloney ripoff beach house in Miami. Like yeah, it was like totally. it sounded exactly like that. It seemed but not. like like the music you play to torture prisoners. It really did. You know what I mean? It's, it even really with did. the video too. Like that's just a torture film. The whole thing was terrible. Yeah. And it drove my wife more than anyone crazy. Oh my god. <laughs> she kept saying, "Oh, listen to this new song. <laughs> Have you heard this song? <laughs> Have you heard this song?" And we're all, "Babe, it's hilarious." <laughs> The first time, but then she was just so furious. She just kept saying yeah. it to quite effect. So she asked one of the people that worked there, mm-hmm. and one of the girls said, "I, oh my God, I want to kill myself." And then that girl said, "Seriously, I never noticed." Oh, she's like, "Oh, I never really noticed." What? And I thought, "Wow, what a life that you're living." Yeah, where you're so unaware. I mean, a, you work at Chuck E. Cheese, no judgment, but b, when you're there, you go to like your safe zone or your happy place. <laughs> Like you're being like molested and you look away and that's your job. Yeah. I get it. Like that's to her. She's like, fuck it. This isn't my <laughs> career. I'm not going to be here auditing the books. No more Chuck E. Cheese. I said no more Chuck E. Cheese. What else is going on? Oh, okay. So yeah, our father-in-law was here. Mm-hmm. And over the weekend, not to be a Vegas centric podcast here, but Steve Wynn, you know, who mm-hmm. growing up in Vegas, Steve Wynn was an icon. Yeah. He opened the Mirage. He had all this art. He opened the Bellagio mm-hmm. and to come to find out he's a creep yeah like any sort of rich again sociopath Mm -hmm. who has a certain willingness to force people to watch them eat you know they're so driven and so determined that other aspects of their life yeah they're successful at this is broad generalization but it seems to be happening more and more often and you know it's funny i i heard he i don't know who knows what he did but our father-in-law told nicole so my wife nicole says to me like oh did you hear what steve Wynn?" made these women do i said no i don't know well he would get a glass table and he would lay underneath the glass <laughs> table and you would have women stand on him and shit <laughs> and i said whoa where'd you hear that and from my dad i heard that from my dad and i thought oh to be a fly on the wall i can't believe our father-in-law yeah. oh my told god her that. she said it was hilarious and just just try to think about that you know, I thought I knew we made it when I could force people to watch you and I eat chicken wings. <laughs> Unless we're on hot ones. Yeah. Because that would be a, a, a dream. Yes. However, if we have to force a woman to shit, but not on us. Like, you know, he did. He's a guy who wants to kill himself. And instead he just, I don't know, took some pills. Isn't, but, isn't he blind? Apparently he's blind too. But why not have the women shit on you? Like, I feel like that's what, see, one step away from that actually yeah. having feces on them but just just think about that okay so you're laying on the ground a woman gets over you naked mm-hmm. shits on you on command <laughs> which is pretty interesting because what does that mean like he just kind of sat around and said like becky just let me know like yeah you know i know you add all those prunes or some beans <laughs> or something but i'm not gonna lay under this fucking uh, coffee table all night 
Okay. Gary told me that <laughs> you knew how to shit on command and now he's screaming. The guy's worth like three and a half billion dollars. Yeah. So he can get people to shit on him. Probably so on the sly too. And then someone has to clean this up. Yeah. These women are I wonder if that's part of it. Like the what? cleanup is part of it. He watches the maids clean it up or, or may- something. Maybe he makes them clean it up. Oh, maybe. Yeah, you're right, because how else Unless, you know, like a cleaning crew comes in, yeah. hoses off the table, wipes it down. It's like, Mr. Wynn, it's ready. Your three o'clock is here <laughs> to do this all over again. Oh, so, so I hope that's true, though. Me too. Well, not, I mean, I, I hope, you know. Well, well I know. Yeah. <laughs> but he's in trouble. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> just leave it at that. Um, so that made me super laugh. And uh, yeah, and I also heard that he likes happy endings. That's fine. Who doesn't like happy endings? Exactly. In movies, and books. Yeah. Um, but in his case, <laughs> brace yourself. A happy ending can sometimes mean when a masseuse jerks you off at the end of it. And I mean, so when you're like rich like him, mm-hmm. does it have to be a masseuse? Like, why not just pay like a mm. high class stri- hooker right. to jerk you off or even have sex with you? Like, right. Because it's not as thrilling. To- you know why? Because I think a prostitute wants to, not wants to be there, but or they, there's at least the notion, money's transacting, mm-hmm. this is your job. I think there's more of a humiliation factor of forcing a masseuse lady who really doesn't want to do this. Like, she does not want to be jerking guys off. Yeah. It's probably... The uh, it's so terrible that she has to do this, or she's just like that Chuck E. Cheese bitch and just zones out. Just maybe tugging, maybe tugging dudes off, man. Maybe, but even that is terrible. My point is, I think that's probably more of a thrill for him. We're not there yet. Yeah, um, uh, we got to start with making people eat, forcing people to watch us eat. Yeah, not making them eat. Well, not making <laughs> them eat, and that's it. Fine, 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 fine. Um, you know what else we did? So we did hang out a lot over mm-hmm. the weekend. And I was going to make this my real treat, but it's not really it. But I, you know what? Ah, oh shit. Ah, whatever. <laughs> I'll just talk about it. I, I just, somebody sent in a great real treat about drinking games. And this would have gone really good with that. Okay. Save it, man. All right. I'm going to save it. Yeah. I'm going to save it. You know, let's do, uh, let's do some questions. Let's do it. And then, uh, and then we'll get out of here. You got questions? You got questions? We got answers. We got answers. We love questions on the show, and you can get us at savertheshow.com slash contact. You can email us at savertheshow at gmail.com. There's a lot of ways, and we get voicemails too. And listen, I want to play this voicemail because I love getting voicemails so much. And this person sent it anonymously. So I can't urge you guys enough. Like if you're going to send us a voicemail, record it on your phone using just your headset mm-hmm. and you do in voice memos and then email it to us, save it for the show at gmail.com because for this very reason, I'm going to play a quick snippet from the bomb pop guy. Okay. And you will hear what I'm talking about. Hold on. Trying to spread the love, you know, you can get people going on the air. See what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I think we talked about it. It's been a, it's been a hard sell, though. Yeah, dude, check out these two guys, you know. They talk about everyday shit. Dude. It just is not working. <laughs> so what he did, and I can't email him, I don't know. So Bomb Pop Guy, you got to send it through another way. Yeah. Because sending it through our, our, our 1-800 number or something, it just isn't working out. Yeah. So I'm going to take that down. But yeah, anyone else that wants to send it to us, Please, please do. And Bomb Pop Guy sent us another one. I think he was saying he shared the show with a bunch of people. Oh, okay. Because there's a fun chain of folks that are now listening 
kind of from him. We got I get a family tree. Oh wow! You know of people Thanks, that are listening guys. to it. Yeah. Thanks for that. Um, but let's do some other questions. Otherwise, Eddie, here's a question that says. Hey, Dan and Eddie, check it. I've always loved the pussy got wet bit, but I just remembered this story from a while back. Anyways, the wife sent me to the grocery store for cat food. She said the name of the cat food was Moist Kitty, and I knew the name of the food was Special Kitty, Moist Cat Food. And we had a big laugh about Moist Kitty. I bought the cat food with a check, and while I was writing out the check, I wrote, Moist Kitty on the memo line. Our checking account sends you pics of your process checks. She saw why I wrote most Moist Kitty on the check and thought it was fucking weird. I thought you'd appreciate that. Keep it up. <laughs> Thanks so much. Pussy got wet. Pussy stay wet like Niagara Falls. And he signed it not right now. Okay. You wrote a check. <laughs> Can we talk about a man in a pet store writing a check in the yeah. year 2018 yeah is this pet store uh an amish pet store seriously yeah that's crazy and why i'm just dying to know this came in anonymously or i would have really liked to get in the back and forth with this guy mm-hmm. why are you still writing checks <laughs> and do you have a checkbook you know my mom for years meticulously kept a checkbook by hand mm-hmm. and even for years after she was finally online she would still sort of like corroborate and cross check oh, okay. you know this is mine versus well maybe wells fargo will make a what a math mistake mm-hmm. they're gonna misadd a penny or something so why are you still writing checks but that is pretty funny that you wrote that <laughs> in the memo yeah and um and had a good time so thank you for the note otherwise i think, I think my wife would have the same reaction too like, you're fucking weird. What are, right. you, what are you writing this shit for? People saw that. Yeah. People read that, that you wrote Moist Kitty. Uh, yeah, write PGW. <laughs> there you on, go. On all your checks. Uh, or do a pictogram of some sort. Sure, why not? <laughs> Please. Um, this question says, Hey, Dan, is it weird that I just got the worst viper after visiting my grandma and her friends? So a viper is when a man takes a piss and it comes shooting out of his dick in two directions like a tongue of a snake. <laughs> and a lot of times it happens after a male gets an erection mm-hmm. and his precum, or more commonly precum, precum, is, you know, when you get a boner, this blew my wife's mind, that when you get a boner, like little jizz is in there. It's got, yeah, you gotta lube, lube it up, man. Right, and it gets, that gets girls pregnant. Yeah. Like I remember, I don't know if these are wives' tales, but oh man. That pre-cum got her pregnant, dog. Did you hear about <laughs> Gary? Fucking Gary's pre-cum yeah. got Elizabeth pregnant. And that terrified me. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. Like, I can't even go in for a few pumps. <laughs> like, you got to cover it up because, you girl, you cannot get pregnant. Yeah. Not to me. Not here. So, anyhow, if a man gets a boner and the pre-cum stays there and it creates sort of a crystal covering over the penis... Yeah. Especially if you've got a, a big dick mouth like mine, <laughs> it, you know it, it'll it'll seal it shut, and then when you piss, it bursts out, yes, <laughs> like lava out of a goddamn crater in Hawaii. <laughs> Shoom in two directions. I can't tell you how many times I've had to say, "Oh shit, I gotta clean my floor now." <laughs> I just half the piss went in the toilet, yeah, half the piss just went in the wastebasket, mm-hmm. and you, when you see it's happening, you've got two options: one, you can push real hard, oh, like you, oh god. <laughs> Try to blast it out, you know, like in Indiana Jones and I think Raiders of the Lost Ark, maybe, where they're first seen, there's like a, a raft and it comes shooting out of the mountain or something. Okay, yeah. That's what I like to think of when I'm taking a piss <laughs> and I push through that viper 
boom my so piss. do you have like a little like thing coming out of your dick too like a little pebble like or a, no god no oh i've never had a kidney stone or anything like that have oh, you no i haven't and that people say it's not passing it through your dick that hurts it's passing it through your other stuff in your body it's feeling that oh, little really? stone in your kidneys move around because shooting out your dick it's just like like that doesn't hurt though? well i guess it's kind of like taking a shit right i mean how big is this rock that comes out of your dick hole i think it depends right i don't know yeah don't any know listeners either. that have had a bad one send me a picture of your dick yeah and then maybe tell <laughs> us about your tell us about your experiences too uh where are we going with this lord have mercy pre-cum viper viper push through yeah blast through oh you have two options you can blast through mm-hmm. or you can stop Ooh, and you kind of like yeah I, for guys it's, at least for me and for my wife, because she's the only woman I've ever talked about pissing with. <laughs> but for her, I, she can stop and go on a dime. Yeah. Maybe it's because she's got those strong kegels. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I don't. But for me, when I have to stop a hard, hot piss, damn it, it hurts. <laughs> yeah, it hurts. It hurts real bad. Yeah. And it's not like a door that you just gently close. Like, I don't know what's happening in my body when I'm like, ooh, and I'm closing that window. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Is my body like pinching? Yeah, you're pinching off the tip <laughs> but how it's not like i'm using my hand to do it like my internally no, I'm yeah shutting obviously a valve. but i mean like you your connection with your mind and your muscle down there right? is not strong enough to realize that mm-hmm. that little tiny tip right or in my case gigantic right of course <laughs> massive huge tip mm-hmm. uh gets you know pinched off like right i i think you just you i mean you, you can't feel it happening okay fine I, need, I want to know more about this. Oh, there's a lot of times I have questions like this, and my wife especially gives me such a hard time. And she says, didn't you take any physiology classes in high school? Nope. I was in band. Does she know that? She Is... knows all these things about the body that she claims to have learned in high school. Oh, okay. And I didn't take any body classes, and I wish I would have. Man, why mm-hmm. don't they have classes like that? How to plumb a sink? You know, yeah. how to paint a room. There should be, like, a life basics class. Home ec. I think it's supposed to be home ec. Do they teach you how to, like, do taxes and, like, no. apply for a loan or some shit? No, and they should. Because that's the confusing... Like, even now, man, my like, when they're like, what, what, name your dependents and all this shit. And I'm like, right. well, you add the one, and then this is a zero. And I'm Seriously. like, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. For some people, filling out their W-2, like you're saying, and the mm-hmm. things you claim, they think, oh, God, ah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> What's all the good, all these little words on this paper? I'm yeah. supposed to read this? I'm going to go understand. to this section on the back? And what? do math? Like, what? And yeah. You're right. It's confusing and scary. But you get a viper and you piss everywhere. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, let's do another question here before we, uh, we call it a night. Um, Yo, Dan and Eddie, keep up the good work on the podcast. Oh, no, no, sorry. Yo, Dan, keep up the good work on the podcast. Now, as far as Eduardo gar- goes, sorry, Joe Coy. But Eddie does a Filipino impersonation way better than you do. Oh, wow. So that's like... <laughs> I'm honored. Thank you. He's like the, the number one yeah. Filipino comedian in the world. Yeah. And this listener is saying you do it better. I appreciate that. That would be like, I don't know. I mean, he's Filipino, but and he's doing an impersonation, I guess, of like his parents and Of his mom, because like he's okay. only half Filipino. Oh, is he? Yeah. <sighs> well, <laughs> half. <laughs> Talking about my pure blood <laughs> Filipino brother over here, Eddie. Not some mud blood. Exactly. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> we're gonna use a Harry Potter term here. <laughs> God, that's terrible. Fucking muggle. Oh, right. Oh <laughs> he's a he's a muggle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, could you imagine like if we actually were famous and we did just call somebody 
a, a mud blood, and no one knew that that was actually just some sil- a term from Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly. People, like, oh my like, god, yeah, what is piece of shit? <laughs> so anyhow, let me let me go on here. Do do do. Also, take note, Dan, and you wonder why Eddie's dad's Eddie's dad is your listener's favorite guest. He makes us laugh with his goat eating jokes. Pussy got wet. Pussy stay wet. Love you, naughty boys. Now here I got worried. <laughs> this is not a real person. Uh, Erica. And for your demographics, 38-year-old female, 34D, blonde and brown hair, Jewish American, hurry back, Eddie's dad, Joe Coy ain't got shit on you. Oh, wow. So... Fighting words, Yeah. Man. She's into you. I mean, you got Eric. Can she say where she's from? Because I'll try to get you a postcard <laughs> or something. But uh, I thought that was funny. Okay. Uh, let's do Real Treat and get out of here. Yeah. And uh, we'll call it a night. It's that time again. Come on. If it's Bailey's in your coffee, I'm just beating your meat. Come on, Dan and Eddie, tell me what's a real treat. Eddie, what's your real treat this week? Uh, it's a dumb iPhone game. Nice. I need uh, a new iPhone game. What is it? It's it's definitely not up your alley. I don't think no? it's called Snowboard Party, mm. and it's just a snowboard <laughs> like a snowboarding game. Like you go like, down half pipes, you do flips and tricks and shit. Third person side scroller. Third person. Third person. Okay. Yeah. Like uh, picture you know like Tony Hawk mm-hmm. but snowboarding. Okay. Basically free, freemium, free, free. to play, gems, yeah. coins. Uh, if freemium, yeah, uh. no, well, free to play. I think. Okay. Um, but it's one of those like you, you have a gas tank, mm-hmm. and oh, you know and it, it takes one off every time you do like a, a you challenge, die. and then you gotta wait, and then you gotta wait. But you can pay, exactly. like and that. do you get a bonus for coming back every day? Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I know those games. Every one of them has the same characteristics. Yeah. <laughs> there was this game called Hero Academy. And I loved it so much. It's an old school iOS game. Mm-hmm. And they made a second one of it and they ruined it. <laughs> they made it. You sound so offended. <laughs> this was like chess. I loved this game so much. <laughs> and then they completely changed the rules. They added cards, Hearthstone. They added gems, every game. Yeah. And daily rewards and all this. And I just wanted to cry. And said, I would have paid you guys $20 for this game. <laughs> and you didn't have to do this. Yeah. You didn't have to do this. And maybe I'm to blame, Eddie. Maybe you're to blame. I think Because we buy gems. Yeah. We buy loot boxes. <laughs> and I don't really buy games like I used to either. No. So I'm part of the problem. Yeah. I'm Napstering video games <laughs> right now by being a bitch and not spending any money. What's your fucking real treat? <laughs> Snowboard party. Snowboard party. <laughs> that got me all That's mad what now. That's uh, My real treat... Oh, you know, someone sent us in a real treat. Okay. You know, we get lots of real treats from people, and I love them all. This one I thought was fun, and it wanted to make me talk about the other thing. Okay. Here it is. Hey, I know you guys talk about drinking games. Have you ever played Roxanne? Yes. You played Roxanne? For uh, the Sting song? The drinking game. Yeah. I didn't know this game existed. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. How was that, like, not part of your college experience? All I played in college was Presidents and Assholes, Ring of Fire, uh, that cup thing king's cup, king's cup. Uh, flip cup what one of those beer pong i never played roxanne oh my god man well if anyone else is like me yeah i had to google it <laughs> and it's when you play the song roxanne mm-hmm. by the police and usually it's it's two teams guys or girls apparently and one team is roxanne mm-hmm. one team is red light and every time they say that you drink and yep. that's the entire fucking game. Yep. <laughs> it's 27 drinks. Yeah. Each person, which is probably a good two beers 
in if you're doing it right if you're doing it if you're being honest if you're being honest just like with power hour yeah i did play a lot of power hour power hour is you take a shot of beer every minute Mm -hmm. and there's not one college person who hasn't thought i could do that (laughs) fuck a a shot of beer yeah one little shot of beer 60 shots of beer Ooh, dude it's like four beers five a hundred shots of beer well that's a century oh yeah that's a century sorry sorry yeah that's right power hour i don't know what the math is yeah but it's a lot of beer non-stop and you get fucked up yeah like it always happens that way and so yeah roxanne play rocks so he also says or how about the game jammin it's a drinking game where every time you hear the name of the song you take a drink it's pretty fun you guys you should try it out so jammin and i don't know if this is some long con to get me to listen to reggae music <laughs> but it's with jammin you know yeah. i'm on a jammin with you it's a terrible song awesome but they say song. jammin so much yeah and then at the end they say and you just gotta drink 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 and so that made me laugh and it made me think if you and i are together at some point i'm sure we'll play one of oh, these yeah. games and our wives will say oh great you're playing jamming <laughs> like so this is the other thing i was going to share as part of my real treat eddie and i were at his house it was a saturday and eddie's beautiful lovely wife is pregnant now mm-hmm. so she can't drink Nope. And I don't care who you are, but if you enjoy drinking and then you can't do it for nine months, it, it, it's going to be annoying yeah. to be around drunk people Definitely. all the time. And your wife is still, still a saint. Mm-hmm. She never says a word. But I think over this weekend, she finally was like, all right. <laughs> so you and I, who enjoy drinking together, we're together and you say like, hey, you want to have a shot? Mm-hmm. And I say, of course. And I can just feel our wives like, oh, good. Yeah. Because it was later on in the night. We've we've already drank a little bit. Sure. Then. And then we were feeling excited yeah. to have a shot. And you say, and you and I are vodka dudes. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing, too. If you'd said, hey, you want a shot of whiskey? I probably would have fallen down. <laughs> like, I cannot drink whiskey. I'm such a baby. Yeah. I never drink it. And if I did, all of a sudden, I get way drunk on it. But vodka, I drink that all night long. Yeah. Like, I'll be out with people and they'll say, man, this drink's so strong. I can't even taste it. Exactly. I'm the same way. I don't know what to tell you. We're terrible, <laughs> terrible luscious. But vodka is also so smooth and yeah, like, tasty. I'll often just get like a vodka rocks with like a lime. Absolutely. And good to go. The other thing too is you and I have done diets where I think we can't drink sugar or mm-hmm. carbs. So I think that's another way you get into vodka. Yeah. Because it's very sugar free. Anyways, you say, do you want a shot of vodka? I say, fuck yeah, dog. Let's get that. And you say, do you want a superb it? <laughs> And, I, and you said it so casually, and I don't know if it's because you thought you'd told me what it was before, but you used it as if everybody knows what superb yeah. is. And that's not true. You made that up. Uh, kind friends. of. Yeah. My friend Dave, shout out to Dave, um, he made it up back in college where he would put a, put a tiny splash of Coke in shots of Captain Morgan. Just to kind of Coca-Cola, take the edge off. the drink. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not not actual cocaine. Right. Not um, a shooter. Not a no, mixed drink. Just a little splash. Just the taste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of takes the edge off. Right. And that's the way we would do shots a lot when we were hanging out with him, especially. And we would call them Dave Superbs. So anytime you put a little splash of something in there to take the edge off, it's it's called superbing it. That's great. Yeah. First of all, using superb as a verb. Yes. Is <laughs> is tight. Like I feel like that could be in a Cardi B song. Yeah. And she'd be superb in it. And all of a sudden kids <laughs> would say superbing things. 
you're onto something. Yeah, or he I think is. So. The, you know, most good ideas are taken from somebody and just made better. Yeah. So we're just making superbing from Dave. We're giving him a platform. Exactly. Here. And we've we've tried to make it happen. Like when we went to bars, like throughout college, just going, "Hey, can you superb it?" You and would say like, it, what and they that? It, and they'd be like, "What the fuck is that?" Like, "Oh, you just put a little splash of coke on top." See, that's what's funny about be, being a, a bartender is how many drinks do you hear where you can play it two ways. You ask the bartender for a drink and they don't know how to make it. They can make you feel stupid yeah. and say, I don't know what your dumb drink is. <laughs> Whereas other bartenders, like I couldn't do that. Yeah. Like I couldn't make somebody feel stupid for something that I didn't know. Yeah. That takes a certain personality trait <laughs> to insult someone else because I'm embarrassed that I don't know something. Yeah. And so I would say, oh, I don't know what that is. Being embarrassed myself. And they could scoff at me mm-hmm. because they are the kind of person that would make somebody feel bad. <laughs> and now they're going to make me feel bad no matter yeah. what side of the equation we're on. The other guy's a bartender. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you and I love that you would go in there and try to sell it off like yeah. it was a real thing. <laughs> so if next time you're at home and you drink a shot, yeah. superb one for Eddie and I, you put a splash of 7-Up. Yeah. Be careful, though, because you can, they can, you'd throw them back super easy. Super easy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, super. But my real treat, actually, and I've been doing a lot of TV shows lately. But I don't think this TV show got nearly enough play or praise. Is that Mindhunter show mm-hmm. on Netflix? Did you watch it? Yes. Okay, so I'm only like four or five episodes in, but it took a minute to kick in. Mm-hmm. But man, now that it's kicked in, yeah, whew, I love when a show does this, where you're almost skeptical at first. Yeah, I don't really know what's going on. I I don't really know the characters' names. It's just kind of dude with the mustache and, <laughs> yeah. oh, that lady with the hair. Mm-hmm. And you're not really sure. But then when it kicked in, it was it's great. Yeah, definitely. So, And I think the other reason why, it's kind of a weird name. Uh, here's my pitch. Imagine like you're watching a TV show and there's like this overarching art. But also each episode has a little bit of a thing that happens. It's cops. They're solving crimes. There's a bigger crime. Like, nobody really knows what serial killers are yet. Mm-hmm. So it's all about the psychology of it. And it's one of these shows where two things. One, it glamorizes smoking. Man, oh God, does it yeah. glamorize smoking. Yeah. After watching this and Mad Men and uh, Miss Maisel, smoking is part of the acting. Mm-hmm. Like, they're using the cigarette as, uh, you know, they're blowing the fucking smoke yeah. out. Ugh, they throw that cigarette on the ground. I wonder how many actors and actresses like get hooked on cigarettes because of a part they took where they had to play someone who smoked a lot and then totally just for smoking every day for three or to six months. Right, like you just pick up the habit. I mean, does John Hamm, who played Don Draper, he has to smoke? I think he does. Yeah, he's gotta in yeah. real life because he smoked on TV for nine years. Mm-hmm. And I know what are they like? They have no nicotine. They're stunt cigarettes. Motherfucker, you're still smoking. (laughs) You still are putting a piece of fire (laughs) inches from your face, pulling oxygen through the fire and making smoke into your lungs. And that's what you like. Smoking isn't just about the nicotine. It's about the feeling of a cigarette in your fingers. Yeah. The the ritual of lighting it. You've got your shit. Not that I smoke cigarettes. (laughs) I'm just assuming. I've got my own rituals for superbing, Eddie. But they smoke a lot. Mm -hmm. And it's two men talking in a car. Like, it's like a cop show. Yeah. And the cop guys are sort of, you know, there's a hero's arc going on where they kind of don't like each other and then they like each other. Mm-hmm. And now they got each other's back and they're talking all the time in the car. Because I read that once that men like talking in a car. Kind of like what we're doing right now. Yeah. Because we're not, we don't have to stare at each other. Yeah. We can look forward and just drive the car as we're driving. So it's a great show for that. Mindhunter on Netflix. Check it out. Do it. Okay. Do you know when season two comes out? Because. 
I don't know. I hate that like you could just burn through a show and then you got to wait like a year mm-hmm. for it to come back on. It almost makes me sometimes. I've done this. I did it with The Crown. I let two load up. Oh, okay. And that's what's so great when you find a show and oh my god, there's four or five seasons. Yeah. Babe, we got a project. Yeah. We are starting Sopranos, like in your case. Yeah, I think we might start Sopranos. Well, good luck. But I mean, I feel like I need like a lighter show. Like every single show I like and that I watch regularly <sighs> mm-hmm. is like a dark or depressing show. That's what, and Mindhunter is so dark. Yeah. I very mean, dark. it's very depressing. And it's David Fincher who made Seven. Yeah. And, and it's based on like actual serial killers. Right. Real serial killers. Yeah. And the actors in it. And it's one of these shows, too, where you can just look at like a picture because it's set in the 70s. Mm-hmm. So think about the set designer. Man, they had to find accurate cars, accurate clothing, cereal boxes. I mean, so much goes into a show like that. Yeah. The color of it feels like from the 70s. So, anyhow. Anyways, it's a great show. Mindhunter. Check it out. All right, Eddie. All right. It's the end of the show. And this week from our friend Amanda Hug and Kiss, uh, for our Sifstery, he grabbed a clip way back from episode 149. And it's called Foreskin. The song is Running by Jen's East. Okay. All right. Otherwise, this has been Save for the Show with Dan Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. You know there's people that try to regrow back their foreskin? How the fuck do you do that? Yeah, that's the thing. You, I think you put like weights on it, and it like pulls it back over your dick. So you're just stretching out your dick mm-hmm. skin? I think so. Your penis wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> so you got just a smooth-ass dick. Yeah, it'd be tight. Real <laughs> tight. I, I, I need to learn more about it, because I want to do it. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I would never. But there is ways to do it. I don't know enough about it to talk about it intelligently. But there is like this movement of men to reclaim their foreskin. That sounds very fucking painful. Yeah, really painful. There was there used to be a show called, uh, what was it, Going Tribal? Have you ever watched mm. that show? Mm-hmm. It was like on Discovery Channel. And this guy would go to different tribes around the world, live with them for like a week and do like their customs and stuff. Okay. One of the tribes, they tie off your dick. They invert your dick and then you Ooh. tie it off. Okay. So it's basically like you're saying, they stretch the skin over the yeah. head, but then they tie it off so that your dick stays inside. And he was like, after like a day, he was like, I can't do this. This is the most oh painful thing God. I've ever had. Yeah. Like he's like, I feel it like in my chest, like I can mm. feel the pain. So he had to get it taken off and they were calling him a pussy. Is <laughs> like all the oh, dudes in no. the tribe. What about when but, you get a boner? Yeah. I don't know. Like it. I, cause, I guess because you're doing it since you're a kid, but I can't imagine that's Ew. good for your dick in any way. No. Right? Like No, and I think you get boners all night long. <laughs> all night long. In fact, I remember one time I read this article, and I don't know why this stuck with me, but one way that men who have erectile dysfunction will test, mm-hmm. because if they don't even get boners at night while they sleep, that's a bad sign. So this one article said, they tell you to wrap stamps around your dick. <laughs> yes. Why? Like, I guess lick them, or have your wife lick them. <laughs> And you wrap stamps around your dick, and if in the in the morning you wake up and you've gotten a boner, odds are the stamps would have ripped apart. So if you put like two stamps side by side on your dick, okay, you get a boner and it grows. It'll stretch the stamps apart. <laughs> I feel like just rolling around in bed might rip the stamps <laughs> apart. <so>. It might, <laughs> and then you'll waste you know seventy cents. Yeah. I <laughs> or maybe you could tell your girl like, hey, just watch my dick, <laughs> or like lick these stamps. <laughs>
lick him on my dick. <laughs> but don't do that. Take me higher, baby, let's go and hit the streets, yeah. 